Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy. And I'm joined by El Ray. Uh, hoy hoy, everyone. Uh, so we had a one day of um, semi-pleasant weather. Yeah. Back to... Uh, rainy. Rainy and cold tomorrow. Yeah, and for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Even colder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least I hope it doesn't get into the 30s. We have to worry about ice. <sighs> I don't know, man. I hope not. But it was nice to see the sun for at least a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm complaining about South Texas winters, but uh, we don't drive on ice at all. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, it'd be very dangerous to have me on the road if there is ice out. Yeah, But we made it, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. Can't complain about that. No, we're good, we're good. All right, so we are here to discuss the next episode in our Simpsons saga, and it's titled Homer and Apu. It is the 13th episode in the fifth season, and it originally aired on the 10th of February of 1994. Many, many moons ago. Many moons ago, yes. And we'll start with our traditional chalkboard and couch gags. Yes. So we see Bart, of course, in detention, writing, I will not go near the kindergarten turtle. Um, psychopathic tendencies? Uh, yeah, what is it? Those... Uh... What's the common trait in serial killers? They torture animals? Yeah, when they were kids? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried about Bart now. Yes. Very much so. And then, of course, we get to our couch gag. Right? And we see the couch, and then one at a time, Homer, Bart, Marge, and Lisa pop their heads up from behind the couch. Kind of like whack-a-mole? Yeah, like a -a whack-a-mole. And then, of course, Maggie pops up from between the cushions at the end. Maggie's got to look cute as always. Always, yes. So that's a good one. Like yeah. I, I do like that one. Two originals. Mm-hmm. Can't complain about that. No, no. And we are going to start this episode at the Quickie Mart. Yes, we haven't watched TV starting an episode in a bit. Have yeah, we? no, that, we haven't. That's a nice little change. Yes, uh, it's uh, nice to start at the Quickie Mart for once, right? Mm-hmm. And we see a guy 
walking up to the counter and says, I need a I need one 29 cent stamp. And of course Apu jumps in and says, That's 185. Another guy says, I'll have two dollars worth of gas, please. Four dollars twenty cents. How much and then Martin walks up to the counter and says <coughs> and asks, How much is your penny candy? And Apu says, surprisingly expensive. Yeah. Kind of defeats the purpose of it being penny candy. Yes. So all the customers are pretty upset about this, and they're all mumbling, uh, walking out. One of the customers grabs a Twinkie on his way out, and he twists it up in anger, and he says, this is what I think of your store, and he throws the Twinkie on the floor, slams it down. Right. Really disgusted, right? Yes. And Apu walks up, right? He's like, silly customer, <laughs> you cannot hurt a Twinkie, right? He picks up the Twinkie, he <laughs> kind of like shakes it off, and uh-huh. it pops back into shape, perfect, like nothing happened. Yeah. So, of course, that goes to that urban legend that, like, Twinkies are indestructible. Yeah, they'll and, never expire. Yeah, they're not indestructible. And they will expire, just not for a while. It's got so many preservatives in there. Yeah, I mean... Guys, if you eat enough of those, you'll mummify yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I do enjoy an original Twinkie every now and then. Every now and then. Yes. That's the key word, right? Yes, there. every now and then. <laughs> you have one of those suckers every day. Oh, oh boy. You're, yeah. you're, you're uh, digging your early grave. Exactly. Yeah, it's all kinds of problems in your future. Mm-hmm. So. Moderation, folks. Yes. Anyway, so as Apu is putting the Twinkie back, he starts sniffing around because there's a smells coming from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And he notices that it's a bag of ham. And it says, expired, uh, expired, excuse me, February 6th of 1989. Five years ago. Yes, at the time of this episode. Mm-hmm. And so... Apu says, Jiminy Cricket! <laughs> Expired ham! And he scribbles over the date with a new one. Mm-hmm. And he says, Oh, this time I have gone too far. No one will fall for. And before he even finishes the sentence, Homer pops up and he says, Woohoo! Cheap meat! And he picks it up and he says, Oh, this one's open! As if it, that was open for his convenience. But God knows how long it's been open, what's gotten in there, who's touched it. He doesn't care. He just pulls out a piece (coughs) and he starts eating it right there. Oh, my goodness. There's no, I don't know, Homer doesn't have a limit. Nope. And so he's still eating it, right? Yeah, we go back to the the Simpsons house. He's at the couch and he's still eating it the same way, right? He's dangling the piece of ham (laughs) over his head and he's dropping it into his mouth. And then... His stomach starts to kind of... You hear noise. Yeah. But he keeps eating. Mm -hmm. And he's like, stomach churning. He keeps eating. Bowels clenching. Not much time. Must finish. He falls on the floor and he keeps eating. Yeah, so we this isn't the first time we've seen Homer do such things. We were were talking before the... We started recording and, of course, the sandwich. The the famous sandwich. The famous sandwich. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah, once a sandwich turns green and gray, I'm not touching it. I understand Homer's gluttony at points. But to the point of, you know, rancid meat, I don't know, man. Yeah. So we cut to an ambulance (laughs) rushing Homer to the hospital and we encounter Dr. Dr. Hibbert. Hibbert. Yes. He says, well, sir, Homer's illness was either caused by ingesting spoiled food or, hey, hey, some kind of voodoo curse. And at that moment, Patty and Selma are there, and Patty jumps in and says, Hey, we've just been working on the eyes. 
and she holds up a voodoo doll of Homer with all these pins in Homer's in the eyes. eyes. They're terrible. Yeah, but um, we already know that they hate Homer. Yeah, so, yeah. so I guess they hate him that much. Uh-huh. Homer's really mad. Yes. And he he goes back to the Quickie Mart to really complain to Apu. And he's like, your old meat made me sick. And Apu says, oh, I'm so sorry. So Apu apologizes. says, oh, I'm so sorry. And he gets a pail of shrimp from out of nowhere. And he puts it on the counter and says, please accept five pounds of frozen shrimp. Homer grabs the pail, lifts it up, and he sniffs it. He's like, this shrimp isn't frozen. Frozen. And it smells funny. And then Apu says, okay, 10 pounds. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my goodness. And next thing we, we see is the, the ambulance. ambulance taking Homer once again to the hospital. And so then we cut back to the Simpsons' house, and Homer's laying on the couch, and Lisa's there with him, and they're watching Bite Back with Kent Brockman. Right? And the words are there, and there's a little dog in a. Uh, Detective Uniform, like Barry McGruff. McGruff. I know. I don't know if they still do McGruff. <clears throat> no, they don't say McGruff here. They don't do that anymore? Well, I don't know. I thought you were talking about The Simpsons. I think no, you no, called it something the else there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, they do call it something else. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they used to have that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. McGruff the Crime Dog. How yeah. do they do that anymore? Do they? I don't know. That's interesting. Since we don't watch TV much. Well, network TV much. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they have the dog there in his detective uniform, and they have the sponsor's name. Everything's barked out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Homer's very impressed by this. Yes, yeah. he's like, "Man, that dog can sell anything." <laughs> impressed by it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so we get to Ken Brockman, right? And he says, "Good evening. Here's an update on last week's nursing home expose: geezers and freezers. It turns out the rest home was adequately heated." The footage you saw was of a first storage facility. We've also been told to apologize from you for using the term geezer. Now, coming up next, the case of the cantankerous old geezer. I guess he didn't learn. Yeah. No. So, just as he says that, we're back watching TV with Homer, and his stomach starts to growl. Yes. He's like, oh, rancid meat attack, stupid parasites. Is there no way I can find justice? And you hear Kent Brockman say, if you have a consumer complaint, just call this number. Homer goes, boring. <laughs> and Lisa jumps in. She's like, Dad, you should blow the whistle on the quickie mark. And then Kent comes back. Right? And now a message from the Church of the Latter-day Saints. With that dog barking. And the dog is just barking everything out. Yeah. And Lisa's like, Dad, are you listening to me? And Homer's like, shh, Lisa, the dog is barking. Oh. He's fascinated by that yes, dog. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So we cut to the Channel 6 studio. Kent Brockman is there, and he is talking to Homer. And he says, all right, are you willing to go undercover to nail this creep? Homer's like, no way, man. No way, man. Get yourself another patsy, man. No way am I wearing a freaking wire. <laughs> so then Kent, even though he went to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kent says, all right, all right, all right. Would you be willing to wear a hidden camera and microphone? Ooh, that'll work. Uh, I don't get it. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Homer's logic escapes me most of the time. Yes, it does. And so the next day, we cut to that, and Kent Brockman and Homer are in a van labeled Ordinary Van. How inconspicuous of them. Yes. And they are parked outside 
the quickie one. And then Kent Brockman's like, we've come up with a camera so tiny that it fits in this oversized novelty hat. And Homer puts it on and he's struggling, right? He can't even stand. By the way, uh, just picture one of those big, giant foam hats. Yes, exactly. That, like, uh, Rowdy the Cowboy wears. There you go. Rowdy, the Dallas Cowboy mascot. Mm -hmm. Picture one of those hats. Yes. We're still upset, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) Kent keeps going, Now, go get us some incriminating footage. And remember, you have to get in and out in 10 minutes or you'll suffer permanent neck damage. And there happens to be this other guy there and his neck is all twisted up and jacked. And he's like, he's not kidding. (laughs) Poor guy. Yep. So next thing we know, Homer's walking into the Quickie Mart. And uh, I guess the camera's really heavy because he's walking like he's drunk. Yeah. And Apu's watching him, right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of keeping an eye on him. And uh, Apu's just kind of like, Huh? Like, what's going on? Yeah. He's got this puzzled look on his face. And Homer's like, don't be alarmed, Apu. Just go about your daily routine like I'm not wearing the hat. And Apu says, "Uh, your headgear seems to be emitting a buzzing noise, sir. Perhaps you have a bee in your bonnet? And Homer starts to panic. Bee! Ah! (laughs) He throws his hat down. He stomps on it. And he runs out of the cookie mart. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so he's... Ken Brockman's talking to him and I says, that has been with the station 20 years. He had one day left till retirement. How, how is it? I don't Kent, know. How is he going to retire? Well, Kent's know. not the sharpest tool in the no, show either. Not, no, But we notice that the camera is still working uh, as they turn around to watch the monitors in the ordinary van. Yes. And we see Apu and he's talking to himself and he says, well, time to replenish the hot dog roller. And then he goes, oops, and he drops a hot dog. You see it rolling down the yeah, floor. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, it's encrusted with filth. And he just blows it off. By the way, you, you see it's got like hairs and yeah, a fly on there. Yeah, it's so nasty. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh well, let's sell it anyway. Now this is just between me and you, smashed hat. And he laughs. Like, wow. And Ken Brockman's like, hot diggity dog, we've got him, Mr. Simpson. Now let's, Mr. Simpson. And we see Homer in the store. One hot dog, please. And, of course, uh, would it surprise you to know he went back to the hospital? Yes, he went back to the hospital. Oh, my goodness. So, now we have Kent Brockman interviewing Apu for his Bite Back show. And uh, they show the videotape. To some of the clients in the Quickie Mart. Yes. And And Kent's like, Apu, will you ever stop selling spoiled meat? He goes, no. I mean, yes. I mean, uh-oh. And he starts to sweat mm-hmm. profusely, right? Yeah. And then he, well, I guess he's watching himself. Yeah. We find out. He turns off the TV and he's like, I think I come off very well. <laughs> yeah, and there's a woman in there. She's like, monster, run children. <laughs> and they run out of the store. <clears throat> and so the interview is all over the place now, all right, at the Quickie Mart HQ. And a man walks through the Quickie Mart door and he's got two bodyguards with him. Right? And he walks up, he's like, Apu Nahasafima Petlan, you have been you have disgraced the Quickie Mart Corporation. And Apu's like, but sir, I was only following standard procedure. Ah, true, but it's also standard procedure to blame any problems on a scapegoat or sacrificial lamb. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. And if I can obtain these animals for you? <laughs> 
And the inspector's like, I'm sorry, Apu, I have no choice. You can no longer wear this name patch. Yeah. And he tears the name patch off of Apu's vest. Yeah, like they're tearing off ranks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Apu's just shocked. He's gasping. He's like, oh my goodness. And the inspector's like, you can no longer tell people about our fried pickles. And he tears off that patch too. Mm-hmm. Now, turn in your pricing gun. Yeah, and then we see Apu pull out a pricing <laughs> gun from a shoulder holster. Mm-hmm. The know? other one too. And he's, apparently he's got one on his ankle as well. So and he treats him like a like a gun. Yeah, and so Apu's sighing. He's like fired after all these years of loyal service, and he picks up a hot dog and he says, "I don't want to live anymore." And the inspector sees him and he grabs him. He's like, "Give me that wiener!" I don't want to live, sir. Give me that wiener. Don't. <laughs> no, Apu, it's not worth it. <laughs> so Apu knows these hot dogs are gonna kill him. I guess. Why so. the hell are they selling this? I guess so. Is that from a movie? Not that, not that I remember. Okay, I didn't know if that was supposed to be a parody or something or not. But anyway, if it is, I'm not aware. So Apu is now depressed and just wandering the streets of Springfield. He's like, "What do I do now? I've been drummed out of my profession. I am a disgrace. Even this babbling brook sounds like it's mocking laughter." <laughs> and. He keeps walking, but they pan down, and you hear laughter. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's just a couple of bums tickling each other with feathers. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know the randomness of that joke. Yeah, there's even a bum that says, Who needs money when we got feathers? Yeah. And <coughs> Apu's just not having any luck here. He walks past a, uh, a store window. That's what, today only laughing monkeys. And there's four monkeys just laughing at him. And, and pointing. pointing at him. Yeah. And he finally wanders all the way to Evergreen Terrace Street. Which is, of course, where the Casa de Simpson is. Right? Mm-hmm. And as he's walking down the sidewalk, it starts to rain. And he just has a realization. He says, this is all because of Homer Simpson. Right? And, and at that time. Yeah. At that time, we cut back to the Simpsons house, and Homer is watching TV. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And he's watching an evening at the improv, and there happens to be a black comedian on stage doing his show. And he's like, yo, check this out. Black guys drive a car like this. And he leans back. He puts his hand over the wheel, right, and his elbow on the on the window. Yeah. And he's like leaning back saying, do, do, dooby doo, dooby doo, dooby doo. And then he says, yeah, but white guys, see, they drive a car like this. And he leans all the way to the front. His nose is almost on the steering wheel. And he starts singing, And the audience is laughing and Homer's like, ah, it's true. It's true. We're so lame. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, that uh, what do they call it there? Um, evening at the Improv. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be. Uh, is it late night at the Apollo or showtime at the Apollo or something? No, there was also a, uh, an improv show. Oh, there was really yeah, like okay. late night at the Improv or something like really? that. Really, I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Apu's very upset just watching Homer laugh and be happy, and he says, "It's time to settle the score." He walks up the door and he knocks. Right, and Homer answers it. And Apu's kind of standing there like a, looks kind of zombie-ish. Mm-hmm. He's got his hands, his arms up, his hands out. Uh, his eyes look 
weird. He's wet, right? He looks pissed. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> and his home, when Homer sees this, he starts to walk backwards and he screams in fright. Yes, his Homer scream. We all know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his high-pitched scream. Yep. And Homer starts <clears throat> begging for mercy. He's like, no, don't kill me. I didn't know they was filming that camera in the hat. I was unaware. I was unaware. And he's crying. <laughs> and Apu's like, Mr. Simpson, you misunderstand me. In my village, this is a traditional pose of apology. And we're like, oh. And Apu's like, you know, now that I think about it, it may be a little confusing. Many have died needlessly. <laughs> uh, I guess it's one of those uh, yeah. traditions that don't really translate outside your little yeah. area. Yeah, like when people think uh, people from Japan are being disrespectful by not looking you in the eye, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> or you know, they think it's, uh, here it's rude to belch at the dinner table. Yes. But over there, it isn't. No, it's, it's, it's like a compliment. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a compliment it's, to the chef. Yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. Different strokes for different folks, everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Apu tells Homer, I've come to make amends, sir. At first I blamed you for squealing, but then I realized it was I who wronged you. So I have come to work off my debt. I am at your service. Homer's like, you're selling what now? And Apu says, I am selling only the concept of karmic realignment. And Homer has one of his uh, not-too-often uh, flashes of insight. Mm-hmm. He says, you can't sell that. Karma can only be portioned out by the cosmos. And he slams the door on Apu. And Apu says, he's got me there. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. <coughs> and so we cut to the family the next day. And they're <clears throat> watching Apu. And he's working in the yard outside. right? And Homer walks down the stairs. And he's very annoyed. And he says, is he still out there? Marge is like, yes, he's raking the leaves. He's what? That's your job. <laughs> if Le- if he starts doing Lisa's wood chopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, Homer. <laughs> I guess uh, the yard work is not his job. No, it's not. So Marge says, if he wants to make it up to you so badly, I think you should let him. Okay. And Homer says, okay, okay, I'll let him. But then I get a chip witch. Okay. And... I didn't know. I knew what a chip witch was, but I didn't know what it was. Yes. Yeah, he looked this up. Apparently, a chip witch is the uh, the Toll House cookies, two chocolate chip cookies with the ice cream in them. Yeah. So it's an ice cream sandwich with two cookies. With two cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Which I, makes it a chip witch. I, I honestly thought for a second maybe it was a like when you put chips in your sandwich, but yeah. Yeah. Not that. But still good. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the chips in your sandwich, you can never go wrong with that. No, no you can't. No, nope. mm. no, no, no. And so Abu is starting to repay his debt, uh, you know, and he starts to make dinner. Right. And he says, uh, it's an honor to begin repaying my debt to you. Right. Back in Ramatpur, I was considered quite the gourmet. And Marge kind of like picks up the plate. She sniffs the food. He's like, it certainly is exotic. And she looks at Lisa and is like, oh, Lisa, is that too spicy for you? And Lisa says, I can see through time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got really big eyes. Yeah, it's like, man. That's uh-huh. like... And Homer is just shoving the stuff in his face. He's like, stop being such babies. You can't be afraid to try new things. For instance, tonight I'm using a, a poo. What do you call this thing again? A napkin? Ha, 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 ha. Outrageous. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I guess he uh, used his uh, 
forearm or something to clean himself up. Yes, he did. Or just wiped it on his pants or something. And so we cut to the quickie mart and there's an inspector and another woman. They are now conducting interviews. Who's going to replace Apu? And so the inspector starts like, all right, why do you want to become a part of the quickie mart family? And they're interviewing Barney. Yes. He's like, because I like people and I need a place where I'll be out of the sun. Yes. And the woman says, thank you. And then he burps. Yes. And the inspector says, hmm, he's head and shoulders above everyone else. Which leads me to ask, what kind of bums are, have been applying at the Quickie Mart? Yeah. If, but Barney's, if Barney's the best you could do. That's got to be a really bad crowd to choose from. Mm-hmm. And so before they hire Barney, though, they notice that there is one applicant still out there. And the inspector asks him, name? And then we see somebody walk in. He's like, James Wood, hey? And the woman says, previous job experience? Uh, let's see, uh, True Believer, uh, Salvador, Onion Field, uh, The Hard Way. And the inspector says, wait, wait a minute. Those aren't convenience stores. That sounds more like the resume of a Hollywood movie star. And then uh, James Woods, and he kind of goes, hi, you know her. And they go both go, oh, James Woods! Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, James Woods. The legendary James Woods. Yes. <laughs> He's got a distinctive voice. Yes, and a distinctive cadence. Yes. Also. He's the perfect jerk in every movie that he plays. Um, He's got that roll down pat. Yeah. James Woods is awesome. Legend. Yeah. You you like the guy when he's not acting, but when he's acting, you freaking hate that guy. Yes, which is the mark of a good actor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so a woman says, why would you want to work at a quickie mart? And James Woods goes, to be honest, in my upcoming movie, I'm going to be playing a tightly wound convenience store clerk, and I kind of like to research my roles and really get into it. For instance, True Believer, I actually worked in a law firm for two months, and then the film Chaplin, I made a little cameo in that, I actually traveled in time, back to the 20s, where, uh, uh, I've said too much. (laughs) And so the inspector says, welcome aboard, right? Mm -hmm. And so... We cut back to the Simpsons house and Homer's in the shower humming to himself. He turns off the water and he reaches for his towel, but it's not there, right? And so he looks and Apu is there holding his towel and he says, Good morning, sir! And Homer goes, Ah! (laughs) He says, Relax, please. You do not have anything I have not seen before. And then he kind of stays staring at Homer's chest. And he goes, What is... And there happens to be a lollipop stuck to Homer's chest. And he says, I uh, like to keep a lollipop there. What's the purpose of taking a shower? Is he that filthy that the lollipop didn't come off? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so Apu's in the kitchen now, and he's got cans of corn on the kitchen counter. And uh, Marge's just watching him, like, what's going on? (laughs) And Marge goes, "Mm, Apu... We usually store our cans in the cupboard. And Apu says, oh, they'll never move that way. And just then, Lisa walks in. She says, mmm, corn. Haven't had that in a while. And she grabs a can. Yeah, and Bart's like, yeah, delicious corn. And he grabs another can. Yep. So I guess Apu does know how to move product. Mm -hmm. And then uh, while this is happening, Marge is in the fridge. She's like, oh, we're we're low on milk for Maggie. You want to come with me to the quickie mart? And Apu knocks over the cans in like a panic and says, Please, Mrs. Simpson, I I cannot go there. 
That is the scene of my spiritual depancing. <laughs> uh, That's a, a good personal. term, man. Yeah, That's is, a real yeah. good one. <laughs> and then Mars says they should go to the Monster Mart, right? Yes. So next thing you know, they're at the Monster Mart. And I guess the slogan is where shopping is a baffling ordeal. Yeah. That's how big the store is. So I guess it's like a, a Sam's or a Costco. Yeah. Right? One, of, one those, of those big warehouse things. Yeah, bulk stores. Uh-huh. And Marge is like, ooh, that's a great price for 12 pounds of nutmeg. We're talking about this. Like, yeah. Right? How? I I mean, unless you're on a restaurant or something. like That's going to last you 20 years or something. I can't even remember the last time I used nutmeg in anything. I haven't used it. Since I was a kid, and that was when I used to bake stuff. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and so Abu's kind of like, oh, great selection of and rock bottom prices. But where is the love? And just then, a man comes over the loudspeakers like, attention, Monster Mark Choppers. Just a reminder that we love each and every one of you. And the whole store is like, oh, right? And Abu's impressed. He's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Just as this is happening... Barney walks up to this giant, uh, what, Mrs. Butterworth? Mrs. Butterworth, yeah. yeah Mrs. Yeah. Butterworth uh, container full of syrup, right? But Barney does, can't tell it's a giant uh, syrup container. He walks up. He's like, excuse me, ma'am. Where are the lampshades? And, the, you know, the lady doesn't answer back. So he begins to, like, rock the bottle back and forth. He's like, ma'am. And it topples over mm-hmm. and breaks, and syrup starts pouring out of the head with this nasty, guggly noise. And Barney starts freaking out. He's like, "Oh, I've killed her! It's happening again!" And he runs off crying. Um, again? Again? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. We need to find more information there's on a Barney's dark, background. There's a dark secret in Barney's past there. Well, as he's running away. He runs into a giant stack of cranberry juice bottles. Mm-hmm. They fall, smash to the floor, and that seems to cause a big tidal wave of red cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. And Barney gets swept away with another uh, customer, and he says, he can't swim. He's like, help me, help me! And he goes under, right? And he reaches out, and he grabs a floating bottle, and as he comes up for air... He licks his lips and he goes, mmm, grandastic. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. But you have to imagine that. Well, if you're familiar with The Simpsons, it's that pimply kid with a squeaky voice. Yeah, 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 So he's like, it's grandastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy kid that works at the arcade <laughs> and everywhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, we next thing we know, we see Apu and Marge waiting at the back of a long line <laughs> that they, it's supposed to be the express lane. <laughs> And Apu turns to, to Mars like, Mrs. Simpson, the express line is the fastest line. Not always. That old man up front, and he happens to be pointing at Grandpa Simpson. Mm-hmm. He's like, he is starved for attention. He will talk the cashier's head off. And we cut to Grandpa, and he's there. Ah, there's an interesting story behind this nickel. In 1957, I remember it was. I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I set the toaster to three. Medium brown. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, going to take forever. Yes. Uh, you can see Grandpa needs a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And then Apu, let's go to that line. And Marge is like, but that's the longest. And then Apu goes, yes, but look, all pathetic single men, only cash, no chit-chat. 
And El Rey's <laughs> laughing his ass off because he can relate. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel uh, attacked. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so Marge is very happy because he's right. The line just flies by. And then we cut back to the Quickie Mart and James Wood is there practicing his new job. And he's there with a customer and he's counting 75, 85, 90, and a dollar. Thank you and come again. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, can I uh, just ask you a question? Did you uh, did you believe that the way I gave you the change, that I that I sound sound like real, like a real Quickie Mart kind of guy? <laughs> and it was Jimbo, right? Yes. And Jimbo goes, actually, I thought it was kind of labored. Oh, you've got to lose yourself in the moment, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, great. Okay, let's just try that again, okay? Come on, hey, hey, get over here. Okay, now you, now you, I'm me. And Jimbo goes, I'm me? And then Jimbo grabs him by the shirt and he says, hey, don't jerk me around, fella. (laughs) He's very intense. Yes, he's very intense. And again, he tries to speak, he speaks very sporadically also. It's Mm -hmm. hilarious. Next thing we know, we see the entire Simpson family enjoying Apu's food mm-hmm. and they're eating greedily. Right? Yeah. And Homer's like, pass a chutney. Mm-hmm. So they all love in, mm-hmm. Indian food now. Mm-hmm. And Marge is Apu, you've been so helpful. If it weren't for him, we'd still be in line at the Monstro Mart. And Lisa goes, and he taught me how to play the Shanai, which happens to be like that snake charmer instrument. Like a little, it's kind of like a flute, but it's not yeah. a flute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Homer shares that's even worse than the album Grandpa released. <laughs> I, I, yeah, who knows what that is? Yeah. And then Bart goes, and he taught me how to do this, and he kind of like uh, puts his legs over over his head. Mm-hmm. All right, and he's like, I got out of school because I told him I was mangled in a car wreck. Oh my goodness! And so it was there. He's like, thank you all for the kind praise. All right, and well, Homer's and, like, well, you deserve it. All these vegetables are really clearing out the cholesterol from the old heart. And we cut to inside Homer's body. We see a lump of cholesterol leave his heart and it goes into his brain. Right, It gets lodged in yeah. the brain, right on the brain. And he's like, oh, a poo friend, me good. I guess yeah. he's having a little stroke. <laughs> yeah, or something. And Lisa knows what's going on, I guess. And yeah. she tells Apu, he's saying that he feels like you're a member of the family now. And... Apu feels the same way. And he says, you see? And we're going to break out into a little song here. So you'll have to forgive our voices, yes. right? And Apu says, you see? Whether igloo, hut, or lean-to, or a geodesic dome, there's no structure I'd been to which I'd rather call my home. And he starts, when I first arrived, you were all such jerks, but now I've come to love your quirks. Maggie with her eyes so bright. Marge was hair by Frank Lord Wright. Lisa can philosophize. Bart's adept at spinning lies. Homer's a delightful fella. Sorry about the salmonella. And Homer's like, hey, that's okay. And we get into the classic song of Who Needs the Quickie Mart? Now here's the tricky part. Oh, won't you rhyme with me? Who Who needs needs the Quickie quickie Mart? And the family jumps in. Their floors are sticky, Mart. They make that sticky, Mart. Let's hurl a bricky mart. And then Homer has to mess it up. Yes. He's like, the quickie mart's real. Go! <laughs> and Apu continues, who needs the quickie mart? 
not me. And he does that forever, right? Yeah, while the family's in the background going, forget the quickie mark. Mm -hmm. Goodbye to quickie mark. Who needs a quickie mark? Not me. (laughs) Right? And we end the song here. Yes. By the way, this is... Such a good song. It is. Such a classic scene of it. Whenever I think of uh, Simpsons musical, this is the song I think of. Yes, that's the first song I think of Mm -hmm. whenever there's a... Yeah. He's just... Classic. It's not the Bartman. It's not a... Nope, it's the Quickie Mart song. Mm-hmm. Second is <clears throat> the Monorail song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Homer says, everything really wrapped up nicely. And he looks at his watch. Oh, much quicker than usual. <laughs> yeah, they kind of sit down on the couch. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and Marge is like, mm. I guess he thinks it's over too, right? Because yeah. he starts wrapping everything up. He's like, I guess we learned that happiness is wherever you find it. And we've all found happiness. Every one of us, right? Homer's at. And then we hear Apu crying in the background. Mm-hmm. And Homer's like, hey, what's that sound? And they all go to look and they see Apu on the roof. And Apu's looking up at the moon. He's like, who needs a quickie mart? I do. <laughs> and Homer's like, hey, he's not happy at all. He lied through us through song. I hate when people do that. Homer really took that personally. Yes, he did. <laughs> of all the things to take personally, he chose that one. Right? Yes. And so it's time for Apu to confess, to come clean. And he mm. says, I can't lie to myself. You know, I do miss my quickie mark. Lisa goes, isn't there anything you can do to get your job back? He says, I must go to the head office and appeal my case. And Homer steps in. I'm coming with you. I got you fired. It's the least I can do. Well... The least I can do is absolutely nothing. But I'll go, you one better, and I'll come along. <laughs> and Apu says, but sir, the head office is in India. Okay. And Lisa jumps in, like, Dad, that's over 10,000 miles away. Homer's like, I'm aware of that. That's over 16,000 kilometers. Go! <laughs> so again, another moment here. He's familiar with the metric system, but not with the imperial system. Yes. Which is... Odd, because we live under the imperial system, not the metric system. And apparently he knew about karma earlier, too. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. And so we see Homer and Apu riding off on mules with their, you know, things strapped to the mules. And it's all strapped on one mule. Yeah, on Apu's, because... uh, I'm sure Homer's just heavy enough for that one. Yeah, I don't think he could handle any more weight. Yeah. And they ride off, but... They're only riding off to the Springfield airport, right? And Apu says, I'm sorry I couldn't take a cab, but I spent my last dollar on the plane tickets. Well, yeah, I'll just get a ride. Well, like Marge couldn't have driven him to the airport. Yeah, she's I, got a license. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And so we cut to the plane flying over the mountains. And Homer, of course, is doing the little kid thing. Are we in India yet? No. 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 Oh, oh wait. Now we are. <laughs> I guess they're flying over the Himalayas. I guess so, right? And so we cut back to the Quickie Mart, and James Woods is cleaning out the microwave uh, with a scraper, right? And he's talking on his on his phone, and he's talking to his agent. He's like, he's like, Tony, you're my agent. You have to do something about this. How can it be the same movie if they change my character from a convenience store clerk to a jittery Eskimo firefighter? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's a pretty good explanation. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and he keeps going, right? He's like, now this is gross, right? This will be gross. Points in, okay, yeah, because there's a monkey? Yeah, okay, great. Okay, good. 
book me a flight, rent me an igloo, and tell those dorks at the Quicken Mart that boom, I'm out of here. I'm a dot. I'm gone. Okay? What do you mean? I gotta give two weeks. What? You freaking no good? And then he goes on one of his legendary profanity rants. Yes, he can string profanities together. It's a masterpiece. Almost as good as George Carlin. And and then he says, why you freaking no good? What? Whatever. He says, cheese? No, not you. I'm talking to my oven. Yeah. All over the place, James Woods. Uh-huh. Which is what he's famous for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, once you hear him talk, you, you'll never confuse him with anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. He's up there with, uh, what's his name, Rutger Hauer? Not Rutger Hauer. Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. As far as cadence and all that. Mm-hmm. Talking about how wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing we know, we're at the airport and a bunch of people with suits are waiting at the airport in India. <clears throat> and a bunch of Harry Krishnas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never seen a Harry Krishna guy, guys, uh, think of... Um, they dance around in like robes. Yeah, robes. They, they're tambourines. shaved bald yeah, except for a little ponytail in the back. Usually have a tambourine. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're wearing, the colors are usually like... Uh, it's like a pinkish orange red, right? and yeah, Orange and red. pink and something like that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Harry Krishnas... By the way, they were famous for harassing you at airports, mm-hmm. which is ironic here because as soon as the Harry Christians get off the plane, they see a bunch of people in suits waving Bibles at them, and they go, oh, great, Christians. <laughs> <clears throat> ironic. Mm-hmm. And so Homer and Apu, all right, they go, uh, they're holding on to a train, mm-hmm. right? And the conductor says, attention, passengers. Dinner is now being served in the dining car. And everyone inches their way to the back of the train. Mm-hmm. It's, again, joke about how Pat. densely populated India is. And uh, that scene isn't lying at all because... People actually do people that. Actually do people that, yeah. actually do that. People actually do that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. You want to entertain yourself? Watch traffic videos from India. Oh, God. <laughs> Chaos. 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 <laughs> and so we... See Homer and Apu now going up a mountain path, right? And by the time they get to the top, they're all bearded, right? Tired, everything like that. The clothes looks like crap. Yeah. And Apu's like, there she is, the world's first convenience store at the top of the mountain. Yeah. And Homer's like, this isn't very convenient. Apu turns around and's like, must you dump on everything we do? <laughs> Homer being culturally insensitive. Yes, right there. very, very. <laughs> and so they walk up to this convenience store on top of the mountain. Sliding doors, ding, opens up, and they approach a man with white hair and this huge white beard, and he's drinking the squishy. <laughs> and a sign behind him says, the master knows all, except the combination to the safe. In case you try to rob him. Yes, which is something you see in convenience stores, like the clerk does not know the combination to the safe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Apu uh, leads to home, he's like, he is the, benev- the benevolent and enlightened president and CEO of Quickie Mart, and in Ohio, Stopple Mart, he is the one we must ask for my job back. <clears throat> and he says, approach my sons. And they walk up to him. He says, you may ask me three questions. And Apu goes, that's great, because all I need is one. And Homer jumps in and says, are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? Yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. I hope this has been enlightening for you. And then Apu jumps in and says, but I must... Thank you, come again. But... Thank you. Come again. And they leave disappointed. Mm. And Homer says, well, that was a big bust. Is he really the head of the Quickie Mart? And Apu, 
you can tell he's so angry right now. He kind of like reaches over for Homer. Like he looked earlier. Yeah. And Homer says, no need to apologize, Apu. It was as much my fault as it was yours. And then Apu grabs him by the neck and he starts to choke him. Just like he does to Bart. Yes. Yes. And Homer's there, okay, Apu, I accept your apology. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And, of course, they tumble off the side of the mountain together. Yes, yes, yes. And then we cut back, and then they're back home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It must have been an awkward journey home. Yes, a very, very quiet one. Yes, and so they get home, and the family's there, and Bartley's very excited. They're like, Dad, Dad, what did you bring? What did you bring? And Marge goes, how did it go? And Homer says, fine. And then he looks at Apu, and he's like, Oh, I mean, not good. <laughs> Lisa's like, I'm sorry, Apu, but remember, who needs that quickie, Mark? And Apu just jumps in and says, would you mind? I'm not in the mood. Ah, uh, so it wasn't a good trip for, at no, all for Apu, right? not at all. Of course, Homer tries to comfort him and he says, Apu, if it'll make you feel any better, I've learned that life is just one de- crushing defeat after another until you just wish Flanders was dead. Dead. <laughs> and I guess that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But now we know. And so Apu kind of agrees. And he's like, yeah, he's got to accept his fate right after. He's like, I've got to go down to the quickie mart. And I'm going to face my demon. And Marge cuts in. Ooh, that'll work out great. We're out of Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. And you concerned me earlier when we talked about this. Yes. You haven't had Lucky Charms before. No. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm getting you some lucky charms, man. <laughs> so that's the one with the... Uh, the leprechaun. The leprechaun right now. Yeah. I haven't, no. Wow. Like, never? Never. Wow. That's that's interesting. <laughs> I think I've tried every cereal. Or every- I don't know if I've... Tr- no. I, I'm, I don't know what I what to think of uh, marshmallows. Oh, it's terrible for you, but it's so sugary and delicious. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, will I contract diabetes from eating a bowl? If you make it a habit, yes. But from a bowl, no. You'll be mm, all right. Mm. <laughs> and so, Apu walks off, right? He walks into the store. And he's like, ah, my old squishy machine. And my scum bucket with fly. And a whole checklist. <laughs> and it was uh, the, Homer Simpson, Homer J. Simpson, Homer Fong. Yeah, yeah, it was like, do not accept the checks from, checks from this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess Homer had a bunch of aliases. Oh my god, <clears throat> what was his? Uh, what was the name on his fake ID? I forgot. Oh yeah, jeez, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah. So uh, James Wood sees him. He says, "Hey, you have Putin Hasafima Petalon, aren't you? I mean, you're the, you're like the guy. You're a legend around here. Can I ask you? Is it true that you once worked for 96 hours straight?" Oh, yes. It was horrible, I tell you. By the end, I thought it was a hummingbird of some kind. And he's like, he makes this weird noise. Yeah, he turns to the, the to the video monitor. Yeah. And we see him place his hands by his shoulders. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and he just starts. Yeah, he's on his around. tiptoes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh. he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I studied your old security tapes. Right? And so, and he starts saying, uh. In a few minutes, I tried to drink nectar out of Sanjay's head. <laughs> Poor Sanjay. Yes, and Sanjay's been conspicuously absent from this whole ordeal going yeah, on. I guess he's not as dedicated as Apu is. Mm-hmm. And just then, 
A blurry figure walks in, a big man, right, mm-hmm. comes in, but he's got a gun. He says, all right, you, hand over the cash and don't try any funny stuff. And uh, James Wood's like, hey, pal, I assure you, if I tried any funny stuffs, you would be in hysterics. <laughs> and the robber says he recognizes James Woods, right? And he tells him that his new... What is this, your, their, your next hit is going to be number three with a bullet. And, <laughs> and Woods is like, I'm not a singer. And he's like, shut up. And he cocks his gun and he shoots at him. And Apu sees it and he jumps in the air yelling, no, in front of James Woods. And he gets hit. Yes. And James Woods is holding him. He's like, Apu. And Apu says, oh, the searing kiss of hot lead. How I've missed you. I mean, I think I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, How many times has he been shot that he misses? A lot, apparently. So we're at the hospital and Dr. Hibbert is explaining how lucky Apu is. He's like, you see, the bullet ricocheted off another bullet that was lodged in your chest from a previous robbery. And he just walks away with it from, after that explanation. And James Woods is there. He's like, Apu, you saved my life. It's a small token of my appreciation. I got you your job back at the quickie part. And he's like, oh, oh, Mr. Woods, you're... He's like, but as for me, I'm off to battle aliens on a faraway planet. And Mars like, that sounds like a good movie. Yes, yes. Movie, yes. <laughs> Which leads me to believe he's um, really gonna go fight aliens yeah. somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And Homer's like, "Hey, let's all hug Apu." And everybody hugs Apu. He's like, "Oh." And then Homer looks at his watch, like, "Hey, there's still time. Let's hug him again." And then, "Oh, again." Yeah, and we end this episode this way. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I really like this episode. I have no complaints on this episode. No. And Not one. No. And I, I peeked at the episodes that are coming up. Oh, They're yeah. all good. Oh, yeah. They're all good. We're going to have some bangers. Yes, yes, we are. But this one, classic, man. My favorite Simpsons sing-along episode. Mm-hmm. Just that one song is just so damn good. It's catchy, man. Yes, it is. And then, of course, James Woods. Voiced by James Woods. Yes. They actually paid the man. Mm-hmm. And he deserves it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's just iconic, man. It's a... There is nothing not to like in this episode, I think. Yeah, I, I don't have any qualms at all. <laughs> so on a scale of one to five donuts... It's, uh... you know, it's, this is an automatic five. It's, it's five all day. It's five all night. Anytime you watch it, it's five. Yes. Uh, Apu... Choking the hell out of Homer. Great. Him gouging the customers in the beginning. Mm-hmm. His constant poisoning of his best customer, Homer. It's what is not to like. Mm-hmm. The original Quickie Mart. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, even the barking dog. Yes. That was a good that gag was funny too. too. Mm-hmm. And then of course James Woods and all his madness. Yes. Uh, Grandpa is... telling a long-winded oh, story. God, yes. <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> I set the toaster to three, medium brown. <laughs> he just needs that human contact, right? And then I put an onion on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the style at the time. Yep. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, this is um, top ten for sure for me also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, it, there's just nothing to not like. 
Yeah. Uh, when I saw this was up, I was like, oh, great. Yeah. I, I'll, I won't lie. I saw this episode at least once a day. <laughs> leading to this show. I did see it a few times over yeah. the last few days. So. Yeah. I just... What can I say? I really yeah. like this episode. Yeah, yeah, the guys were just, it's so good that, I mean, and if you've seen it, you know how good it is. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I did like that Apu played a big part in this episode, which is unusual. Usually he's just a bit part mm-hmm. in, the, in the shows, but he played a major part in this episode. Adding some big depth to the character and everything. Yes. Uh, we'll get to more Apu-centric episodes later. Uh, yes, those are good. We have to enjoy Apu while we can because they've taken him from us. They've taken him from us. Yes, he's not there anymore. <sighs> Some people need to get a hobby. Yeah. Stop being offended by everything. It's a cartoon. Yeah, they're actors. They're voice actors. It's a car- yeah, yeah, exactly. Acting is pretending to be something that you are not. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. What can I say? Mm-hmm. What can I say? I think uh, we'll leave it off there before I say anything uh, more angry yeah. than than I want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we did lose some more people over the past week. Who's who did we lose? We lost the uh, the great Louis Anderson. Yes, and uh, the legendary Meatloaf. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I mean, a big fan of his music, but you know what? I, I get his music, and I like a lot of his songs. But to me, you know, my, my post that day was his name is Robert Paulson. Yes. Fight Club Fight all Club, day. Man, that Fight is Club all Meatloaf day. legendary in Fight Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even with... <laughs> his man boobs. Yes. Uh-huh. Bob from Fight Club. <laughs> legendary. Uh, yes. Put some respect on his name. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to them, man. I was Louis fan. Anderson did the feud. Uh-huh. I was a big fan of that cartoon. He, he had his own cartoon about his and, childhood. Mm-hmm. His dad was like a crazy World War II vet. Yeah, <laughs> he was a great comedian. Yes, he was, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to those, man. Mm-hmm. May they rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And until next week, au revoir, suckers. <laughs>